Good morning, recruiting gym champions. I hope you're well. Today, I am joined by Russell Monday. Hey, Russell. Hi, Alex. How are you doing? Very good. Thanks. Very good. Uh, as many of you will know, Russell is our contract specialist coach within the gym. And uh, we've got a busy week ahead of us because we're creating your new course, Russell. Yeah, no, I'm really excited about it. Really excited. So I think, like I said, you know, I think contract might be or could very much be more prevalent, you know, with people not feeling that confident of um, committing themselves long term. So, yeah, so I think it's a great opportunity to really, if you're not doing contracts, start doing it or just to give you some extra little skills to, um, you, you know, to feel more confident. Indeed. So uh, and we are talking today about sort of the impact that we think the easing of lockdown will have on the market. Uh, you were out and about yesterday and you said it was said it was pretty busy. Yeah, I went paddleboarding down the Thames for 15 miles in Oxford, down to my little village. And yeah, I've never seen so many paddleboards on the Thames and I've never seen so many people around. So, you know, obviously, you know, socially things are picked up. And I suppose I'm interested to see, you know, how people are going into this week from a commercial point of view, seeing if that may be reciprocated when they're speaking to clients, etc. Yeah, and I think that's that's probably whilst we're thinking that and talking that, I think it may be worthwhile, like the recruiters that are on the gym, uh talking to their clients about that so sort of like is he i mean because often what we're talking about in the gym is what we encourage people to talk about but just ringing clients i've got a day on the phone today i've got a couple of meetings and a couple of webinars but i've uh, i'm building out a list uh i'm building out a list of uh sort of people to contact and and i guess it's just sort of trying to find those green shoots which businesses are starting to sort of ease up their, their operations and take tentative steps towards uh, moving back to normal operations. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's definitely a sort of mind sh mindset shift as well. Obviously, um, you know what's happening in the world. There's only so much we can we can do. But actually, I think you know just through people shifting their mindset slightly, I think that may you may find you're getting a better response. But I totally agree with you. I every time things change, I'm always just speaking to my clients and. How's that, how's that had an effect on you? How you think? How you think? Well, what sectors do you think will benefit most from the loosening up of the, of, of the, of the market? Um, well, I think that, yeah, I think it's still going to be the, the, the same sectors that have been busy anyway, really. But I think that, you know, just, you know, that's, that's a really good question. I don't know. I mean, I'm going to throw that back at you. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think you, you mentioned coffee shops starting to open their hatches. Yeah. So you think about everything that coffee shops sell and then somewhere behind the scenes, there's got to be someone making that, right? Yeah, yeah, completely. And, and you know, things like, obviously, we're from education. They're looking, that's going to be a, a, one of the first steps to go back. So education. So obviously, anything that's linked to education is, is I see, picking up for sure. Um, you know, even sort of talking about football going back, I know they're not going to let loads of people in stadiums, but obviously there's that's going to be associated with lots of businesses, especially like broadcasting, etc. And so, you know, there'll definitely be where there's certain areas where they're easing, then, you know, there'll definitely be areas picking up. Yeah. And uh, so and I've, I've heard quite recently of quite a few UK recruiters sort of starting to branch out of the UK. So they are they're sort of thinking, right, well, if the UK's quiet, it may, maybe there's another country that's that, that's busy. What's your experience of, of starting in other markets? Yeah, like, I think that's a really good idea. I think, look, I think, you know, it depends what sectors you're in, but certain sectors are very saturated in the UK. So I always think that the sort of mainland Europe is always 
a good market to look into. Um, obviously, the US is a great market. We all know about that. So I think you need to look at what markets you cover um, in terms of sectors. Um, and yeah, I think you need to look at mainland Europe and obviously certain parts of mainland Europe, like Scandinavia and, and the Nordics, I don't think have been hit so hard. So yeah, I definitely think you need to look a bit more peripherally. Yeah, and I guess it's making sure you do that in the skill sets that you know it's hard to find, right? So yeah, uh, completely. Yeah, so it's just transferable. So you've got the skills knowledge. All you need to do is go into you know different different geographical locations. Yeah. So so Russell, one of the uh, one of the things that was mentioned to me the other day, I was chatting to a friend over the weekend, and they were complaining that all their boss is doing uh, at the moment is sort of being a bit negative in terms of nothing is ever good enough. We haven't done this right. We haven't done this right. We need to do more of this. We need to do more of this. In in your experience, when a manager just focuses on the negatives in terms of what we're not doing, how does that help or hinder motivation within the team? Well, look, look I, I think, you know, I think, look, on one aspect, I, I sort of understand that bosses, you know, because they're always thinking we could be doing something else, we could be doing something else, and that's probably why they're the boss. But I think at the end of the day, you know, my message is, you know, we sit down as a team, we look at where our victories are, we sit down, we discuss some actions and plans, and we agree that this is where we're going to focus our energy. And then we review that consistently, and we look for our little wins, because if you're constantly looking at negatives, then it's just going to grind you down. The difference is you just got to set smaller expectations, but you've all got to sit there and as a team agree, these are the focus areas and be 100% confident you're all behind that and look for your small wins. Um, yeah. And I'm doing that with me. You know, I'm a freelancer. I'm expensive. I'm a bit of a luxury, although I think, why would you stop training people in this market? But I'm constantly looking for my little wins. And that could be engaging with a new client. It could be a small piece of paid work. You know, I'm constantly looking each week. I'm setting myself wins. What I'm not doing is being negative. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think looking for those little wins is important. And one of the most important roles in today's sort of situation is for the leader to sort uh, to be finding a narrative that 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 gives hope not only to the team internally but gives a positive message to uh, to clients and candidates as well. Uh, yeah, and I also think this is a brilliant time for you to you know go to your people and and ask them for creativity and and because you haven't got all the answers. And I think normally when you're in the, the throes of doing your job you, you know you tend to be a little bit more controlling potentially but for me this is an opportunity if I was running a recruitment business again I'd be saying what do you think guys what what ideas have you got what are you how are you thinking creatively and, and that's how you're going to get buying and create positivity for me yeah and I, and I think actually the recruiters are the ones that are nearest that nearest the ground so I was playing golf with someone yesterday first round in a year uh, very emotional uh, very expensive in balls as well uh, and uh, he was talking about a couple of his friends that, that are looking for jobs and he's saying they've been having interviews in the last week you know, and and I'm, I'm looking for little signs like that well if that's just one person this guy's a sales guy so someone somewhere is recruiting a salesperson yeah what, what we've got to be is really close to the candidates that we know are active in the market uh, because they will they they will tell us if there's movement happening and and every time we hear of someone interviewing we can ask ourselves well what could we have done to to get that interview to make sure we're part of that yeah no look, i completely agree you know it's it, it's 
it, again, it's mindset. You know, if you want to, if if you just, you know, I spoke to some guys the other day, and, 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 and nothing's going on, nothing's going on. And I said, well, what, go and find, go and find and speak to people where there is stuff going on. You know, it, you know, it's like you, you you've got to go and find it. You know, it's not going to land on your doorstep. It's so easy to find a majority of people saying, I haven't had an interview, but go and find the people that are interviewing, you know, go and find it. It's not just going to land on your lap. You've got to go and look for it. And, that, and that's, and that's sort of the attitude I've, I've worked on. I think I've, I think over the last sort of couple of months, I've sort of surrendered to the fact that there's no business where I sort of need to earn some money. Right. <laughs> uh, and I, I, I'm, I've got to start putting it out there and it, it doesn't have to be particularly sophisticated BD. It's just like, hi, how are you doing? This is what I'm doing. Uh, if you need me, let me know. Like yeah. it's not it's not high pressured. It's just if you if you think your team are ready for a bit of a bit of support. Yeah, and and I think you know the first you know the first five six weeks it was all about for me and all of you guys probably sort of surviving, looking at the pipeline, trying to maintain your pipeline of jobs as best as you can. But you've got to start looking at how you can move forward. Like I say, your expectations are going to be low, but you've got to start looking at how do I move forward? How can I learn from and come out of this period a better person, a, a better consultant, a better manager, a better leader? Because, you know, you've got to, you know, like I say, it's maintain, it's sort of trying to maintain that basic level and then looking at how you can move forward. And that's where uh, and that's where I think Russell sort of looking for the green shoots is, is good. So as a, just a heads up for everybody. Uh, at the bottom of your screen, you'll see there's a little tab saying polls. Uh, we've got almost 50 people live. And, uh, and I know we've got lots more on LinkedIn. Uh, but could you answer the poll? Uh, what we're asking today is, uh, uh, have you started to see any green shoots? So we've got number one option. What do you mean? I live in a forest. Uh, one, <laughs> I, I see lots of green shoots. Uh, one or two green shoots. Nope, still pretty barren. So. Uh, we've had about 10 or 12. At the moment, uh, most people are in the stage of like one or two, uh, one or two green shoots. So it'd be great to get some more. Uh, we still don't have anyone on the call that lives in a forest. I wonder, uh, that's because the healthcare recruiters are too busy filling all the vacancies that they've got, uh, which is good. So, uh, so that's interesting, Russell. We're seeing uh 85% of people are starting to see one or two green shoots that's and, brilliant and, and that sort of gives me hope that you know what there's if, if i would look at if you've seen one or two green shoots on your system find how many people you've spoken to and think well if we can see one or two green shoots by speaking to uh that many people how many green shoots are out there yeah. uh it, it often i think in, in this market, rather than seeing it as there's no green shoots, look at it as if it's dark, right? And, and our activity, uh, you know, sometimes when you play those games and the rest of the world is dark until you've been to that part of the world and then it and then effectively you've mapped it and, yeah. then, it, and, then, and then it lightens up and the further you go, the more light that you see. I think that's sort of the way, way it is. We've just got to assume the world outside of our contact circle is dark. Uh, yeah. We've just got to expand that contact circle in order to give us some hope yeah and, and like i say this is you know if if you really are looking for solutions and, and being creative and and you know changing and mixing up what you're doing you're only going to be better for it and you're going to find those wins from doing that you know i'm i'm working completely differently now than i was working three months ago because yeah. i've had to evolve it's all about evolving yeah and uh and that, that that's exciting uh, that's well it's not exciting it's emotional but <laughs> But I think 
I think we've got to get we've got to get fit for it. And there is there is business out there. We've just got to help 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 find the people that want help. Uh, and I think I mean on on your in your experience, Russell, one of the challenges that came up last week was that uh, whilst clients are starting to recruit, candidates seem to be holding on uh, quite tightly. What's your What's your advice in terms of energizing candidates to look that may well currently not be responding to LinkedIn adverts because they're sort of thinking, I'm, I'm safe here? I think my message, I used to say this to people that got made redundant, rather than being sort of morose about it and down about it, I would say, look, look at this as an amazing opportunity. It's almost like a blank canvas, you know. So my message is actually, yes, this is difficult times, but I want you to see it as an opportunity. So if I could sort of wave my magic wand and you could get this incredible job, what would that incredible job look like? Let's not focus on, you know, that there may be not as much opportunity out there or you're worried about leaving an opportunity. I would still say, let's put that, put that to one side. And if an incredible job landed on my desk, what would it need to look like for me to give you a call for you to be interested? Because that doesn't change. You know, your, your dreams and your visions, your goals of what a great job would look like, your next role, is still the same. It's just about confidence of taking that step in the current climate. And, and also, I think that's part of your, your really positive narrative. And what I like about that is what, what do you want your next career move to be? Let's not think about can I get a job today? Let's think about how we can use this to find the ideal opportunity. What would the, There's lots of companies that will have challenges. What challenge excites you? Yeah. So I'd say, you know, when people got made redundant, rather than saying, you know, oh, really sorry about that, I'd say, OK, look, that's a real shame. But let's see it as an opportunity. Let's see it as this driving you forward in your next career challenge. Um, and that would be the same message to me to speak to anybody. If I was sending messages out, you know, then I'd be looking at, you know, nothing has changed, really. It's about, you know, what are your aspirations and goals and motivators in your next role? And thinking about that is that most people want a challenge in their next job. They want to help a company go from A to B especially at the, at the senior level. And there's going to be loads of companies that are going through those challenges, right? So, yeah. so I think actually you could say, look, there's going to be loads of companies that have got challenges rather than saying, oh, you don't want to move to anyone that's got challenges. Think about it. There's loads of companies that are going to have challenges. What challenges are you passionate about helping people solve? Yeah. What challenges do you want to be exposed to? Uh, tell me, tell me. And when I see those, I'll give you a call. Uh, I also think that this people would have changed their perspectives a little bit. I think a lot of people will be moving roles because I, pe I think some employees probably wouldn't have treated them as, as they would have expected. I think they may look at other sectors that they find more rewarding, you know, linked to the NHS or education or whatever. So I think that, that you know, a lot of people, you know, yes, there will be people that nervous about moving, but I also think there'll be a lot of people who will be reflecting on what they're doing and going, actually, I need to, I need to change. Yeah, and I, I can I can name you three friends that have started looking for jobs and are interviewing at the moment because they, they decided that they don't want all the stress and hassle that comes with their current job. They want to go from a big, high-pressured corporate to a smaller, medium-sized business where it's still busy and there's stress, but it's not about striving to be the next CEO or the next CFO. They're just going, you know what, maybe the level I'm at is pretty cool. <laughs> so, so, so I would say just very quickly, if you are sending messages out to people, then I would probably use some examples like that, saying actually I've got friends that are moving because they've had a, a sort of they've really reflected on where they want to go. You know, we've had people that you know have not been treated by the employees as well. So, you know, maybe sort of preempt why someone might look. You know, uh, I like I like that. So, it's sort of like you're using the sort of do you struggle to get your whites white? Uh, <laughs> 
that like work-life balance is out? Are, are, yeah. are you reflecting that work-life balance is out of kilter? Exactly. Um, I'm reaching out to you today because this is what my candidates are saying to me. How are you feeling? Have you considered moving on or whatever? Fantastic. Well, I uh, we're, we're sort of at the end of the time, Russell, today. It's fantastic. Andy Hallett, just quickly, our closing comment is Andy has said that if there's 60% less jobs and 70% of recruiters are furloughed, it's an opportunity. Uh, I totally agree with that. So uh, I know he's your uh, brother from another mother. <laughs> uh, you're both from the uh, the S3 school of, of thought, but but I know both of you are really positive around BD and the ability and the desire to make things happen. And it is a make things happen uh, sort of environment that we're in at the moment. So I will uh, say goodbye to everybody. And thank you very much for joining us, Russell. And I look forward to working on your uh, questioning for co building a contract desk course coming out in the next few weeks. So see you soon, everybody. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Stay safe. Bye.